Hi, it's Mark, and welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. We have a very special show tonight because our roving reporter, Chris Wood, is out at Galaxy's Edge right now as we speak. Chris, how's it going out there? It's great. Can you hear me okay? We can. Okay, guys. It's, I mean, if people don't listen to any more of this show, just go. It's phenomenal. It, it's amazing. The theming is so in-depth. The lighting, the buildings, the food. I have things. I have thoughts about the food, but it's phenomenal. How how long have you how how long have you been in the land? I'm I'm on hour three at this point. Okay. Do you hear a lot of background noise? Yes. Right now, I'm in the area where they're um cooking. Like it's supposed to be they're cooking meat. It's like a little sandwich location. I can hear it sizzling. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then you walk into a little bazaar. I'm sure it's gorgeous at night. I'm really sad that I'm not going to be here at night um, because it's just a preview right now, of course. And my time is two to six. So that's a good amount of time. It really is. Now, I will tell you, if you're coming here for a preview for the next month, go immediately to the cantina and sign up. And then go back later and do the ride because everyone goes to the ride. And by the time you're about halfway through the line for the cantina, you've, you've missed your chance to do it. Okay. So what's, what's the cantina? What is the sign up? It's a sign up for like a little, it's like Oga's cantina. You have to sign sign up up to go in there. You have to get like a, well, right now they're doing return time. They'll probably have dining reservations at some point. I don't really know. But, um, yeah. Okay. That's what I, was, I was just wondering what it was, because I, I really didn't know what a sign-up was for that. So, yeah. Okay. It's, it's cute. There's a couple different locations to buy food. There's a, uh, a quick-service restaurant where you can go in and sit down. It's air-conditioned. And, and there's a little um, place where they sell wraps and little sandwiches back there. And then, like I said, you walk into this big bazaar, and this is just impressive. It, it's it's gorgeous, actually. It's a little, if you want to get an idea of a little bit what it looks like, it looks a tiny bit like, I hate to say it, the Morocco Pavilion. Okay. Oh, I like Morocco. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't. The signs are a little hard to read because, you know, they're supposed to be in, what's the language? Arabish. 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 Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So they're a little hard to read. Um, and you walk around these, like, market stalls. They're super cute. Oh, there's a bust of a uh, Chewbacca. Very nice. Oh. <laughs> um, oh, my. And it's just, it's, I, I don't even know where to start. I mean, the theming's amazing. I mean, everything they put into Pandora, there's ten times more theming in this. And can, I can will I... say one thing. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask a question. Are you, are you seeing a lot of, like, aliens there or people dressed up in costumes or character experiences or anything like that? Well, so when you're walking around, you all the, all the cast members have on, you know, the, the appropriate garb. And right. so, and I did run into Kylo Ren and one of the lieutenants of the First Order. He actually took my phone away. But so <laughs> everybody's in character. Everyone's in character. In fact, we're here with my friend Raul because we had an extra spot and Raul went to go get some blue milk and they spoke to him in Arabish. 
Oh, cool. So, that's yeah. Funny. So, so that's. Go ahead. Have you been on the Millennium Falcon ride? I did. We went there first. That was our mistake because it took us about an hour and a half. So we lost, you know, an hour, oh. you know, a big chunk of our time. Right. And the thing is, when we left, there wasn't nearly the line. So I think in hindsight, I would go back uh, and do the cantina, sign up for that, and then do the Millennium Falcon. You can literally do that, you know, right before you're kicked out. Because if you're in line, they're not going to throw you out. Can you uh, describe the ride for us? What do you think? Oh, my gosh. It's phenomenal. Okay, of course, you go in there, and there's room for six. So there's going to be two pilots, two gunners, and two engineers. I I can't figure out if the engineers have any real role. I was an engineer. I actually filmed it for you guys. So okay. I, I, okay. But my husband and my littlest one was he was they were flying, and Thomas got really frustrated because the directions we we missed part of the directions because I'll be perfectly honest, we we're walking around with our mouths open. So <laughs> we were like, so by the time we finally got up there, we just missed that part. No big deal. Um, we still had a wonderful time on it, but I think if we had understood how to fly it better, it would have been a different experience. Okay. For what, what I've heard from somebody else I was listening to today is that the two pilots, the co-pilot is the guy that gets to put us into hyperspace, right. and the navigators, like, if your pilot is good, the navigators don't have much to do, but if your pilot right. is bad, the the, the, uh, navigator, or the engineers have a lot to do. Okay. <laughs> That's what I heard, so... Well, there's probably a big learning curve with this. Right. And the first time you go in, you're not going to know. Now, I will say, they we were told we could go on as many times as we want, and we could do single rider. So I would probably, if I weren't here with my kids, I would probably do that. I will also say it, Cal, uh, Cars Land and all the fun rides over there are a huge draw. And my youngest one is like, okay, I'm done. Let's go over to California Adventure. So, I'm like, are you kidding? You're like, so, you don't understand. Yeah, and he's a Star Wars fan, but he's not as much as like his older brother. I, I will also tell you, I ate in the one restaurant, I'm sorry, I don't know the name, um, and I had the roast beef. It was just okay. Is it so, the one with the, was it the one with the, uh, the engine as the, as like cooking, is supposed to be cooking the meat? No, that's what I just walked through. Oh, okay, so, okay. Yeah. Did you try the milk, the blue or the green milk? I did. Okay, I have strong opinions about it. So I'm, I'm passing my husband. <laughs> I'm dying hey, to we're do recording. this. So the blue and the green milk. The blue milk is so good. It's mm. like a berry, a frozen berry. It's like the best. Remember those blue popsicles you used to get when you were a kid? Mm-hmm. Well, imagine that like 20 times better in a sort of slushy, but it's a little creamy slushy. The description it's sounded delicious. really good. Mm-hmm. It's delicious, and it's not a really big cup, but it's more than sufficient. The green is a little more citrusy and tangy. Uh, none of none of us likes the green, to be honest. I mean, we, we didn't hate it, but given a choice between... You know, the blue and the green, we'd pick the, the blue anytime. So is that where you had to sign up to go back? Is that in Oga's Cantina? So just the process of, of how they're doing it right now in Disneyland. And they'll do it this way for the next month. And I would imagine they'll modify a few things. You would go to the launch bay and you just 
sign up there. They give you your uh, little band that you get. And then you go ahead and walk over to the Hungry Bear when your time comes, about a half hour ahead of time. And you would just wait there until they, they let you walk back. It was pretty orderly. It wasn't terrible. Someone had told me that it was really smart to go ahead and get there as early as possible. And I wish I had... Oh, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was, that was a clone trooper. I'm sorry, that was a storm trooper. And he scared me. I had to get out of here. The last time I was over here with those guys, they took my phone away. <laughs> Put him on. I'd like to interview him too. Yeah, right? I know, right? <laughs> Seriously. So much Star Wars going on. I just it's super yes. Star Warsy going on over there. It is super Star Warsy. Okay, so the line for the cantina is still like wrapped around the building. And it's double people. About how long was the ride itself? Do you remember? About six minutes. That's from not bad, huh? on your seatbelts and then everything getting started the queue is nice it is not well of course they have the little game that you can play which is nice but it isn't um it's not as interactive as you might expect you know i mean we're used to queues where you can touch things and and stuff like that it, it just wasn't quite like that okay they do have a lot of um the arabesque writing and you can translate it on an app so <laughs> cool. if there are things you want to look at now, everything is in both, of course, but I mean, not everything. I mean, but a good portion of it. So can you hear that? Yes. yes. That's the Lieutenant and the two stormtroopers. Black Spire Outpost. What's the coolest thing you've seen so far that you can think of? Um, probably the ride. The ride, okay. The ride is, but I mean, overall, the, the uh, theming is really phenomenal. So I mean, you can't... so the ride's like a the ride's like a super simulator. It is. Okay. It is. So. Is it 3D? Um, no. Okay. No, but I mean, it's kind of like Star Tours times a hundred. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you get knocked around. I'll post the video later. You do get knocked around a little bit. I would have to apologize ahead of time. It's very shaky because. Yeah. Um. Just one second. Can, can you tell me where the popcorn is? Oh, yes, are you looking for cuts on this? <laughs> yes, please. Very good. Just go ahead and follow it. Follow this building all the way around. It'll be uh, <laughs> a few of Rogers. Kind of, yes. Uh, what I did she call know. it, Chris? So, uh, uh, let's go with pop sockets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like no she said, she's looking for the pop soccer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have no idea, guys. So. I mean, it's all. There's so much going on that, I mean, quite honestly, it's a, it's too much to take in. This yeah. is definitely a, you know, you come here several times on a trip and see things different times. But it's also, and I hate to say it, it's more for the Star Wars fans because there's so much in-depth theming and so many references to things that if you're not a fan, you might kind of... I might be it's like your littlest kid. Let's go back to Cars Land. Yes, yes. I have no, I, I don't know. I mean, for me, it's amazing, but I can see how. Where are we at, uh, To look for popcorn? Oh, yeah, I'll be right in the marketplace. Okay, thank you. Yeah.
Thank you. Ronto Roasters. I have to say the thing that's disappointing about Ronto Roasters is they have this big engine of like, I don't know, a jet or something. Pod racer. And yes, a pod racer. Oh yes, thank you. I remember that. Pod racer engine. (laughs) That's sort of like roasting these huge things of meat, but it's not real meat, of course. And sadly, sadly. Uh, there's no smell. You know, if they really wanted to steam it, they could have had a smell. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. They could have just been roasting the meat. Well, maybe they're going to yeah. develop a smell. Yeah, maybe time. they'll come later. Yeah. They might have so, not gotten to that. So, Chris, you said you you saw Kylo Ren. Like, was he just, like, walking around? He came out and yelled at the lieutenant for not doing his job. Okay. Which reminds me of when I was with the team leader in the army, but that's another story. <laughs> and, and then he left. He stomped out of there. He oh couldn't leave the guy of duty. Was he, was he wearing those high pants? No, sadly he was not wearing the high pants. He was only only wearing his robes. Uh, so that well, that's really cool. I mean, I'm sure everybody's geeking out. Mark oh, mentioned yeah. something about a holocron. I don't even know oh, what that yeah. is. Okay, so that is actually right across from Ronto's Roasters, and okay. it's really an amazing shop. I mean, I'm gonna say something here, and I I would stand by it. You know how you go into Diagon Alley and the theming is just out of this world. I mean, oh, it's yeah. incredible. This blows it out of the water. Really? Sorry, Universal. We love you. Now, I will say that I sort of connect more to the whole Harry Potter thing than I do Star Wars. I mean, I love Star Wars, but visually, I mean, I love the stories behind Star Wars, but I love, like, visually, I just find Harry Potter more interesting to look at. Even with that in mind, I think uh, this is better. Like, way better. Did you guys build any droids or lightsabers? No, because we're poor. (laughs) There's no way I'm spending $200 on a lightsaber. Like, it would never happen. There's just no way I would... I mean, I could see the droid maybe if the kids wanted something like that, although I don't know the price ab- on those. What about the grenade? They're, they're like 100 yeah. yeah. Gosh, they're making some money, y'all. What about the grenade uh, bottle Coca Cola? $5.99. I got a picture. <laughs> nice. They're very cute, yeah. So, right now, they're doing a meet and greet with Chewbacca. Well, he's putting on some sort of show. They've got a girl that looks just like Ray out here. She's Ray, and um, I mean it's cute. Was um, like cute is probably not the right word because I mean this is like a amazing thing. Was Matt was like uh, the band in that cantina playing? There's probably something going on in there. Unfortunately, I didn't get in, and that's what I'm hearing from everyone. So again, sign up for the cantina. Get get to the front of the line. Like, for us, our return time was 2 o'clock. It would have made a lot more sense for us to get here in the line and just wait at, like, 1 o'clock. But instead, we were hanging out, having beignets, that kind of thing. Can't blame you. I can't blame you when New New Orleans Square is there. How are you going to pass that up? Any Mickey-related items able for purchase? Nothing. Nothing at all, of course. There's some serious Star Wars people here. Are they dressed up? 
A lot of them are. I would say a third of the crowd. Oh, is the Admiral Akbar there? No, sadly. Aww. He is not Should here. Be. He died. He, he should be here. Well, that's true. It's a trap. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Didn't they all die? Know. Didn't Yoda die? And they still had Yoda around somewhere. <laughs> but he's a force you know, ghost now. He's a force ghost. a force ghost. Okay, these kids are wearing robes, but they're clearly Harry Potter robes. Oh, Stop oh, trying to fake see. it, kids. It's Come like on. I should just show up in a Star Trek uniform. Yeah. Yes. I know. Chris. I, I couldn't. I, you know what? When the guy was, um, when the lieutenant from the First Order was taking my phone away, he asked me who sent me, and all I could think of was Captain Kirk. Aww. <laughs> so, but I didn't say it because I didn't want him to yell at me. At least you were like, I get scared. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Chris, you but, said you tried. You said you tried the blue milk and the green milk. Did you, have you eaten anything else? Um, I'm trying to find the popcorn. I'm not going to lie. Okay. That's been my goal because I heard it was sweet and spicy, which okay. is perfect for me. That sounds good. Yeah, it does sound good. Are you guys going to plan, plan on eating dinner there or anything? Um, you know what? We, I, like Sophie and I shared that roast because we didn't have anything since breakfast. But I don't think so. I think there's a pizza with my name on it later tonight. So, <laughs> but I mean, I will, guys. I it defies description. They did an amazing job. There is nothing in here that isn't like perfectly themed. The trash cans, everything, and the cast members, of course, are totally pumped to be here. It's been good. It it was well worth the wait. And I mean, I don't know why I was so nervous today. That I was not going to get in. It was a little sad, but I'm really happy I got to see this. And I, I can't imagine how they're going to do this in Disney World, because even with the minimal amount of people they let in, I have to admit it was a little tiny bit crowded. So, okay. man, that's kind of scary, you know, because it's like <laughs> there's going to be so many people unless they always stagger entrance. I can't imagine they're going to, though. They're going to have to eventually no. they're just going to have to eventually let everybody in. I think they'll stagger entrance. And, and I mean, it may be that I mean, like right now, it doesn't feel crowded at all. You can walk around very easily. It's so it nice. It feels like a super slow day in the parks. But earlier, and that might have been just because everyone ran for the Millennium yeah. Falcon. Mm -hmm. So that that people may have also people may have also exited that had your same time slot. You know, they right. may have had enough and been like, "Let's go to Cars Land," you know, yeah. or "Let's go do something else." I well, mean, especially if there's one ride. Every everything we went on today was a walk-on here wow. in Disneyland Park. Yep. Because we got oh. here and we were so stressed out. We were like, oh, we got to get in line. It's going to take forever to get into the park. There was no one in front of us. Bam. And you know, if you know Disneyland, you know that at Disneyland, because they don't have magic bands, it's very slow getting into the park. Mm -hmm. It usually takes um, a little longer. Yeah, because people have to take everything out of their wallet and they got to look sometimes, for things. Yeah, and they have to sign and, the back of their ticket sometimes or they got to... Yeah. Okay, this guy looks just like Ed Sheeran, so I'm going to say that Ed Sheeran was here for the gallery. Please go yeah. ask him if he's here, if that's Ed Sheeran, and if it is, I would like a picture, please. Exactly. Yes, Autographs. Exactly. Well, my daughter yesterday in, in California Adventure, because she had heard that Spider-Man Tom Holland had been there a couple weeks ago, she was like, 
I wonder if Tom Holland is here. She said that about 25 times. Like, it's none I'm of like, your business Sophie. if you stop. Yeah, stop. He's a 22-year-old man. She but, looks you know. too cute in that dress, Chris. Thank you. We oh, my fun. gosh. Okay, that is the cutest thing ever. You guys are flipping too adorable. I can't even stand it. We we actually have a running count of the people who came up and complimented our outfits. So I'm not going to lie. Oh, I, I, I believe it. Oh, my God. Here comes Kylo Ren and the two stormtroopers. Kylo Ren is scary, guys. Yeah, he is <laughs> yeah he's totally creepy. He's, he's scary like, totally at the watch bag. That's that a very elegant walk. I will give him that. Hold on. Is Kylo Ren the guy that had the high pants? Yes, he has the high pants, but he's got a big robe on now, so you can't see. But what's scary pants about that well, maybe if his pants, maybe if the robe was off, you'd laugh at him. But this way, he looks scary. I don't know. I don't know any of these people, so Chris, I kind of right. recognize some people, but not really. Chris, did you go to the dedication last night when Iger and all those guys? No, that was just for people who were invited. It was oh, like okay. media or you know, or some of the higher level travel agencies and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and I think it sounded amazing. Um, and it's funny because, oh, and then after it, I think they had a opening, they did a preview for Give Kids the World, which was really nice. We saw a oh, bunch of kids come nice. in, and somebody told me that's, that's what it was. So, well, I, maybe awesome. it was Make-A-Wish. I'm sorry, they don't have Give Kids the World over here, but it was, yeah, it was Make-A-Wish. So, so that's nice. That's really um, nice. But, yeah, I guess Mark Hamill and George Lucas and everyone was here. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I watched we it on YouTube. Yeah, we were in line with like uh, this young guy. He was by himself. And then another guy who works here, he was hired to work there. This is his first Disney job and his mom. And they were like hardcore Star Wars fans. So we learned lots of interesting little things from them. And uh, I mean, it's it's been good. It was, it was worth it to me to come out here. Um, I always forget how nice Disneyland Park is, how easy it is to get around. I need to remember that, but it's hard because, you know, we're used to driving and not having to pay 300 bucks a person to fly. So, oh, yeah. Wow. So basically there's just one attraction open and meet and greets and like a restaurant or so. And that's but there they have a, right now, right? There's the cantina. There's a quick service that's a fully functioning quick service with tables and stuff inside. And then there's like a grab and go with a few chairs and that's the one with the um, Rondo's roasters okay. and um, of course a little popcorn stand. There's different soda stands all over the place. And of course the blue milk and green milk stand. You can pre-order all of those, Adam, just so you know. And oh, that's um, nice. I know Adam loves his pre-ordering. Love the mobile oh, he's order. so good at mobile. Yes. Order. And, um, and of course they have several gift shops. We went in one that was like specifically de dedicated to the first order. That was interesting because you don't normally see that. And then we went into another one that was, um, Mark, you asked about it. Which one is that called? They don't have signs. So that's kind of I, annoying. I forget, but it's, it's, it's like the, it's the curiosity shop. Savvy's something. Savvy's? Yeah, I like that. That was, that was actually really beautiful inside. Okay. Um, it had all kinds of interesting lighting and, um, you know, just little places where you can buy things and droids and lightsabers and stuff like that. Um, and then, bathrooms are a little hard to find because, again, 
all the signage is extremely subtle or non-existent. Okay. Okay, so so the the ride that's open is the Millennium Falcon yes. Smuggler's Run. Yes. And they have that other attraction. Right. Rise of the Resistance is supposed to be the really big one. And that one's opening up. Well, nobody knows. Probably later in the fall. Do you see where that's going to be? Can you tell? Well, so that area is all closed off. Okay. Oh, okay. It is a tiny bit hard to kind of get your bearings and figure out where you're at. Wow. But even, like, Liza, even for you not enjoying Star Wars... You would love the ride. The ride was really fun. The queue, you know, interesting to look at, I think, especially if you're a Star Wars nerd. If you're not, bring your phone because you're going to want to be staring at it. So. <laughs> okay. That's what I want. So, so over in Disneyland, you know how they have meet and greets that are spontaneous, right? Are there, right. Are there specific spots where you can do like in Disney World or are they just walking around like they are in Disneyland? Right now, they're kind of walking around. There is an area as you first walk in. There are actually, just so you know, there are three entrances here in Disneyland. It's oh, a okay. really big area. Wow. And as you walk into the entrance that comes from the Hungry Bear, there's a big sort of, I don't even know if I want to call it a meet and greet. There are just like people standing out, like the girl who's Ray and um, Chewbacca kind of standing out, kind of interacting and stuff like that okay so i don't know if that's the main area and then of course you have the place with uh kylo ren's tie fighter where he walks out and he that's when you know he fires the guy and and that kind of thing so very like well done everything is so well done that's nice yeah i know exactly where that hungry bear is Yes, yes, you know where your hungry bear is. So. I know where the hungry bear is. <laughs> I, I would I would say that, you know, if and here's the thing, I mean, you know, me, Bridget and you, you know, we still travel and we've all of our clients have freaked out a little bit over the crowds. Yes. Um if you're not a fan, skip it. Skip it for the first year. You're not other than the phenomenal ride, which I mean okay. You think a whole year, though? I mean... I, I think the first year. I mean, look at Flight of Passage. It's still just so hard to get on that attraction. So, yeah. I mean, I think the first year it's going to be really, really busy. And, um, and, oh, gosh. Okay, here's something I don't know if I should say. I don't know if it's if Millennium Falcon, Falcon is better than Flight of Passage. It probably I isn't. Going, I was going to ask that. That's uh, a tough one because, I mean, in some ways, Millennium Falcon is a more interactive yeah. version oh, yeah. of Star Tours. No, it's, it's like, yeah, Millennium Falcon is basically a more interactive version of Star Tours. So, in some, I mean, it's, don't get me wrong, it's very, it's good, it's phenomenal. But I have to, I mean, Flight of Passage is just the best ride I've ever been on. Yeah, me so, too. Well, it's a really individual experience, you know, like right. at, at the Millennium Falcon, you're in a cockpit with with five other people. But, yeah. you know, Flight of Passage is just you. Now, I'll say this. Nick said to us, he's like, I'm going to go on Flight of Passage again so I can get ready for Millennium Falcon. So you think that's a good idea then for him? Probably, right? I think Millennium Falcon is a much rougher ride than okay. Flight of Passage. So more yeah. like Star Tours then? No, it's more like... Have you Dinosaur. been on the Gringotts bank ride over at Universal? No. 
No. It's, it's, it's like Escape it's, from Gringotts? And, and as far as the... It's not because you're not moving around and going oh, okay. through an attraction. But in the sense that you're getting bumped around and stuff a lot. Star Tours is fairly smooth. This is like Star Tours times 20. I keep doing that, but that's the only well, way I can like, do it. Well, it's like... Well, I always describe Soren. I mean, uh, Flight of Passage like Soren, but like times a thousand. Mm-hmm. You know, right? You're yeah, not moving full fast, and you're not doing much. But right. the the immersive like screen that makes you feel like you're somewhere else. It's right. Exactly. It's just yeah, yeah. So this could be like Star Tours times a thousand because it's moving way har- more that harsh. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. That that would be a good way to way to put it. I mean, I I'd, I'd have to do it again to see if I like it more than Flight of Passage. I will tell you one thing. Flight of Passage, my kids all love that the first go around. Thomas, my youngest one, he was like, I hate this in the middle of the ride. So, oh, like, no. Yeah, well, that was Nick. Know. Yes, I don't. And Thomas, he'll ride anything. He's not afraid on Space Mountain. I mean, he, he's not a kid who doesn't like rides. There is something about this one, and I don't know if it was just a little challenging. He felt like a lot of responsibility to pilot the plane mm-hmm. in the right way because he didn't want to yeah. ruin everyone's ride. Yeah, so yeah that's think, hard. In hindsight, he probably should have been in the back with me um, because I don't know that I was, was messing anything up by, you know, not put, pushing buttons. The problem with the fact that if you're a gunner or you're an engineer, the, the buttons are all on the side of you. So you actually have to look away and you're missing a show. That's the thing. So nobody wants to miss the show, especially not the first go round. Okay. okay. Right. So, mm-hmm. Do you know that you messed it up if you mess something up? I, I would imagine. I, I think, like I said, I think this is a pretty big learning curve and that you'll get to a point where everything, you know, where you know what to do. And I, there's never been a ride like this where everything is interactive and you as a person can change what happens on the ride. I mean, frankly, the closest we've gotten to that is Seven Dwarfs Mine Train where you can rock the vehicle back and forth, you know? I mean, there's a mile between that and what Millennium Falcon is, so, you know. My my understanding is that you're not, there's nothing you can do that's going to shorten the ride, right? Like, so even if you're a terrible pilot, even if you're an awful pilot, like, the ride is going to be as long as the ride is. You, But, like, when you get to where you're going, they, you know, the damage to the ship might be greater or something. Yeah. Well, yeah, because we are we had a lot of damage to our ship. I'll be honest. <laughs> we were those people. Chris, did all uh, five of you guys ride it? Um, yeah. Well, it was us and all five of us and Raul. So oh, okay. Had so you had, us. A, you had a full yeah. carriage. Okay. Right. Yeah, that was nice. Have you noticed if you could see Disneyland from inside the land? Do you hear the train that, going past? That is such a good question. I don't hear the train. You can see the back. I, I, where I'm sitting right now. I'm sitting right on the edge where you come in. I can look through and see the top of the Matterhorn, but it doesn't affect the theming in a negative way. When you're on the Millennium Falcon, well, when you're in the queue for the Millennium Falcon, part of it's outside, and then you go inside, and there's like an engineering area where they're working on a an engine. And um, in that area, if you look out the windows, which incidentally are kind of real grungy looking just because... You know, they're kind of having the effect of actually being like a working shop. Those 
when you look out that window, you can see the back of Big Thunder Mountain, like the top, the higher parts of the. So you can just attraction. see the top part peaks of the mountain. Yes. Yeah, there, you're not. It's the theming is not from what I can see. It's not interfering with any of the actual park. Okay. So yeah. Okay. There's those stormtroopers again. They look so intimidating. They really do. So. Well, thanks for sharing with us, Chris. I don't want to keep you're up welcome. any more of your time. You've got like an hour yeah, and a half. half hour to go. Oh, a half hour? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, okay. Oh, my God. We've seen, guys, we've seen everything. I've taken a ton of pictures. I, I feel very happy with the four hours that we got. Um, if I weren't here with the kids, I would have ridden the Falcon a couple more times. Yeah, I mean, the whole experience has been good. So go check it out. Or if you're not a fan, just wait and go to go to Toy Story Land while people are going crazy over this. So Sounds amazing. We're, we're, we're going to be looking forward to seeing all the pictures and Oh, I can't videos. wait to see the video. Guys, you will love it. I'll post the video. I apologize in advance. It's very shaky. It's okay. Good. Take care, guys. Have fun. Bye. Bye. I'll talk to you later. All right. Well, that was our special report from Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. We thank Chris for taking the time out to uh, give us a little rundown of of how everything's going out there. If you want to go to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, you can reach out to Main Street and More Travel. All the agents that are available can help you get there. But with that, we appreciate you listening tonight. You can follow us on Facebook and on, on our Twitter handle. What's our Twitter handle, Adam? At the Mouse and More. And uh, you can also follow us on Instagram. But thanks again for listening. If you re- like the show, we ask you to go out and leave us a review on iTunes. And with that, we will talk to you next time. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night.